0: Everybody, welcome to another episode of this marketing thing. Super pumped for today's episode. Today we're going to talk about what I see a lot of offline businesses getting wrong. I'll see you guys on the other side. Have you ever stopped to wonder how on earth do people like us, that were raised to go get a job after school, just to realise that being at the mercy of some big company isn't for us? For us, for us market and build our own businesses so we get to choose our own destinies? That's the question, and this podcast is the answer. Join me as I discover, learn, and share the latest marketing secrets and strategies to help grow your online business. My name's Kyle Macker and welcome to This Marketing thing. Thing, 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 thing. thing. So if you haven't listened to my last couple episodes, I highly recommend go back and listen to those. Last two episodes, but I'm free. I'm woo. I'm out. Thank goodness. I've been locked up in a Hong Kong quarantine facility for the last two weeks. Well, actually, it wasn't two weeks, it was 11 days, but it was long enough. It was just, oh man, it was like you don't know how important your freedom is until it's taken away. Now, the reason we were in there is because one of Chloe's work colleagues tested positive to COVID-19 therefore everyone that worked there was deemed a close contact therefore everyone has to go to a government quarantine facility so oh man it was just brutal as I said you don't know how important or you take for granted your freedom until it's taken away and these guys that go to prison I just could not imagine being stuck in a prison it was just brutal and then Look, we were lucky because Chloe and I had each other, but the people that were there by themselves, there was one old guy that would reach out to me every afternoon. he say, excuse me, excuse me. And he just really wanted a chat. It was just, it was really hard. And do you know what was made it worse is the food. Like you could have chosen the Chinese food options, but that was really bland and just like type noodle type stuff. But we did the curry option. And I ate 33 curries, I counted them. And it was just curry for breakfast, lunch and dinner. It just, I will don't think I'll ever need another curry again in my life. And I usually love curries, but the thought of even rice at the moment, oh man, I can't, I couldn't even stomach it. But on the plus side, did get a lot of work done, which was fantastic. And I've got a few things in the pipeline coming up, which I'm really excited to share with you guys. And I'm probably going to start to talk about that next week or the week after. And um, yeah, very excited about it. So I got a lot of that sort of stuff done. The other thing that's really exciting is that Chloe's pregnant. So I'm going to be a dad for the first time. So that's very exciting. Now, I had some friends saying to me, why'd you go into Hong Kong quarantine facility and you didn't have to because legally I didn't have to go in to the quarantine facility. It was just Chloe who had to go, but because she's pregnant and I didn't want her to be by herself, I went with her and that's the reason because she's pregnant and super excited. And we went to a scan the other day and she's 13 weeks and the scans that they can do these days are absolutely amazing like you could see facial features cheekbones and I had no idea at 13 weeks that a baby was so developed we could see fingers and ribs and toes absolutely astounding and it was like a rush of emotion hit me like whoa this is my child, so we don't know whether it's a boy or girl yet, but we are going to find out. They do this blood test that determines whether the baby has anything wrong with it, so we've done that blood test and we'll know for sure in that. I think the doctor knew what it was, but she didn't sort of tell us, so anyway, very exciting. I'm super pumped about that. Nervous as well, like I have have no idea what I'm doing, but it's... I'm absolutely pumped for this new sort of chapter in in our lives so guys what i want to talk about today is what i see a lot of offline businesses getting wrong now I, i guess it comes back from the days where there was no internet i mean today people can just Google your business online and they can get a ton of information about you, what sort of company you are, whether you value your customers, how you treat them. Basically, you can find out someone's reputation before you do business with them. And I see a lot of companies getting this wrong. So my experience with this, is Chloe and I were due to get married last year in May 2020. And we were going to be in the UK. It was going to be a big-ish type wedding with reception and the church type thing. It was going to be all family and friends flying in from Australia. So it's was going to be quite a large wedding. or oh, probably a medium-type wedding, and they, they call them these days. It was going to be about 80 people. So not small, not massive, but big enough, right? However, due COVID... That threw a spanner in the works and we weren't able to get married. So what we did is the wedding venue actually offered us to push the wedding back one year. So we agreed. Unbeknownst to everyone else, we actually got married last May. And it was just easier being done like that because it's really hard for me being a non-UK citizen to get married in the UK. There's a lot of hoops to jump through. So what we were going to do is just sort of do like a blessing in the church and Probably no one would have even really known, but the minister knew about it and that's what we were sort of going to do. It's just going to be a little bit easier. So fast forward to May 2021, travel restrictions in place, COVID still taking place. So we were unable to have the wedding again. So we said to the venue, look, we're just going to cancel it. We're not going to push it back another year. We're just going to pull the pin. And I said, is there some sort of agreement that we can come to to get our money back? Now, they were absolutely terrible. They were shocking. They were screaming at me down the phone, you're not getting your money back, like really nasty. And I was just, I couldn't believe it. I was actually quite shocked that the outbound in the UK was doing this. They were just being brutal. They were absolutely nasty about it but other vendors were fantastic about it. Like there's one guy called Steve from the Good Food Story and he was absolutely so understanding, so welcoming and, and warm in that, oh guys, I can't believe you're going through this and look, here's all your money back. <laughs> like, I mean, and we had done more with the food company than we had with the venue. The food company, we'd gone and done tastings and and I mean, he just said, you mind if I keep 100 but I said please I was going to give you 200 he said no 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 no, just 100 I mean he was just such a fantastic guy and I tell you what if I was ever going to do like some sort of party or venue event again he would definitely be catering because he's just a legend but the venue were brutal and the difference or the contrast in the types of businesses that they're running was just absolutely astounding to me in that they one didn't care about their reputation and then one, the good food story, really cared about their reputation. I remember Steve saying to me, he said, reputation's everything in this business. And I was like, you know what? You are so right. But the venue, the outbound, they didn't care because they were just brutal. They didn't care about their customer. Like One lady, she was screaming at me down the phone, you're not getting any money back. I just could not believe what I was hearing. So I went away and did some research and the UK government has given vendors and customers an outline what to do in the event of COVID and black and white, we were entitled to a refund. So not getting anywhere at the venue, I was like, I'm going to have to take them to court. So we recently took them to court. We got most of our money back, not all of it which is okay, I was happy. Look, if they said to me, we've done this, this and this, we can't give you all our money back, but here, we take this amount or come to some sort of agreement, offer an alternative. I might've been up for that, but they were just, they didn't even care what I had to say. They were just black and white. No, you're not getting any money back. So I'm glad the court ruled in our favour. I mean, there was things on there deposit breakdown that were like paying for rent and electricity like why is that my cost to bear anyway look but what I want to talk about today is refunds and reputation now refunds are never nice in a business because you make the sale now you've got to refund it but look sometimes it is just what happens? Someone's not happy with the product or service or your offering. It's not what they thought it was. And you have to give a refund. Now, I find that online businesses are a lot better at this than offline businesses, because I don't think that offline businesses realize that their reputation precedes them. And people can search online to determine what sort of business that is towards their customers and what do you think amazon is such a powerhouse it's so big is because they have such a good customer experience if you want a refund or anything bang straight away it's like a 45 day refund thing on products or something it's massive right and the reason is is because it's so trustworthy it has such a good reputation now, unfortunately, if you have to refund one of your offerings that you've put forward to the market to a customer, then what you should do is be a bit of a detective. Why are they refunding this? What's the problem with it? What what did the big stumbling box they had on this offer? Now, the first one, which is pretty self-explanatory, is ask questions. Why are they refunding it? What was the big thing that, they couldn't get past that they didn't want it on. Now, I remember a little while ago, I bought a product online and it was an ebook creator, and I didn't believe the part that I paid extra for was worth it. Now, I just approached the company and I said, "Look, I don't think I'll use this. Is there any way I can get a refund?" And they were like, bang bang bang, straight on a refund. Now, asked me questions. They took me to a landing page and asked me to do this a server, it was, it was really done well. So that's a great thing to do, ask questions and try and get some information out to that customer. Now, the next one is offer an alternative. Now, imagine if the outbarn offered me an alternative. They said, look, we can't give you all your deposit back, but what we can do is we can give you this, this and this, and we can also give you a gift card or something for, a, for when I do a party in the future or something like that. Offer an alternative, right? Now, the other thing is if people do want a refund, they're staunch. No, me personally, I would just give it to them and I would not give them the runaround. I would just make it really straightforward, really easy for them. And out of that, Maybe in the future you can do business again. Now, I'm not talking about here if you've done work for someone and they're not going to pay you. That's totally different because that is a serious dog move. And look, it's happened to my brother and people that I know where he they do the work, they're happy with it and then don't pay. That's a complete dog move. But what I'm talking about here is someone, for a good reason, wants a refund on one of your products or services. Because at the end of the day, reputation online is really important. Now, Jeff Bezos said this, a brand for a company is like a reputation for a person. You earn reputation by trying to do hard things well. And that's why Amazon offers 45-day refunds, because it's hard to do, but he does it well, and that makes him stand out from the crowd. And I mean, that's why people are so easily going to click on that Amazon product to buy because the reputation precedes them. And like a positive reputation can precede you, a negative one can as well. So what sort of review do you think that wedding venue in the UK, the out barn that we were going to get married at is going to get? See, that's going to be a negative reputation through a complaint or a review. And reputation online is super important. And we know this because of how powerful social proof is. Those reviews, is a reason why people put reviews all over their landing pages because it's reviews from real people, how they've interacted with the business. So if they're bad reviews, that's really really nasty and not somewhere that you want to be especially on the internet now a good few tips that i've got for good reputation now it doesn't only have to be with refunds but sort of anything is really have try and have good communication and transparency with your customers now i mean especially with your emails and letters now i don't know about you but have you ever texted your girlfriend or your wife and A text message has been completely taken in the wrong context. Well, that can happen in emails as well. So have good communication. Try and be clear, concise, and to the point. And another tip is always read your emails out aloud. I I, I even do this now, and I've been learning to become a better writer. And sometimes I read out aloud what I've written, and I go, what the hell? Big tip. Read aloud what you're going to try and send an email or a text message or any sort of communication like that. Next one, which sort of leads on from good communication is always be honest. You'll never earn trust by lying. We all know this. And if you're in a company that's trying to cover up something, then you're going to have a bad reputation. So always just be open and honest. Honesty is the best policy, right? Next one. Use social media as proof. This is super powerful. Now, when I do anything, I always get anyone that's happy with my service, which is hopefully all the time. Can you just give me a quick video testimonial? Doesn't have to be anything flashy. You can be in whatever clothes you got on. No, mate, just quick video. I always ask my customers for that. And I post it on my landing pages because that is super powerful when it comes to increasing your positive reputation in a market. So anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this chat about refunds and reputation. It is a bit of a basic topic, but I did want to share with you my recent story on reputation. And just before you click off this episode, I want to offer you guys a free mini course all about headlines. If you're selling anything online, you realize how important headlines are to stopping people in their scroll, getting them to read your body copy or listen to your video and buy more products and services. So if you wanna head over to headlinecourse.com, that's headlinecourse.com, go and get your free course now. It won't be free for long. With that said, I'll see you guys next week, bye-bye. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Until next time, see you later.